The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Welcome, everybody. So, I was in New York, the fashion mecca, I think, of the world, and I was there for the International Beauty Show, which is a trade event for the beauty industry, and they were celebrating their 100 years. Now, I play a part and a role in that particular event, um, and since they were celebrating their 100-year anniversary, we really wanted to look at what were the fashions and trends over the last 100 years, um, mainly for women, and how did it all kind of come about? So I hired an amazing group of hairstylists, some of the most well-known hairstylists in the professional industry and consumer side of the industry. And they all put together a presentation that was the interpretation of what 100 years look like by each decade. And I just wanted to kind of like provide you some of that sense of what they brought to the show. And then what we're going to talk about, though, today is some of the top trends that I saw at the show, um, how you can find them, what they are from skin, hair and nails. We're going to talk about all of them at this point. But let's first step back into the 100 years of beauty. Um you know, I think a lot of my listeners probably fall into that that age category where they might be between 30 and 50. And so kind of know that 70s and 80s where we started from. Um, but it was a very casual time. So if we look back on the 20s, it was really that first decade of, of true glamour. Like there was, this is when uh, the fashion icons for women started to come out. It wasn't about them all dressing alike and it being dull and lifeless. It was sequins, it was glamour, it was hats, it was hair accessories, jewelry, all of those things, as you can imagine, the roaring 20s, things were going really well um, within you know, a lot of different, uh, certainly our country here in America, and it was very, very glamorous. The silent movies created all of that extravagant, but although things were very black and white during that time, it was over the top in order to show kind of all of that dynamic um, appeal to that particular glamour. As we kind of rolled into the 30s, it was like we went out of silent movies and we actually now had audio within the movies and audio, uh, you know, not just through radio, but starting to work into TV and women started to have a voice at this time. And that voice meant that they got to kind of start making decisions and really having more of that power available to them. And the 30s continued to stay in that glamorous, very glamorous mode. And started women started to be recognized as celebrities at this point in time as we started to come into the 40s the 40s the dresses started getting a little shorter and that was partly because of the war coming in that there was a shortage of fabric and there wasn't this buying opportunity with the war so they had to they had to make do they were making dresses just like in gone with the wind they were making dresses out of curtains and 
in during the 40s with the with the World War II. And so the dresses started to becoming shorter and they started to becoming more refined. But women and glamour was still in. They weren't going to let go of this glamour part right here. And as we worked our way into the 50s, music had a big influence on fashion and trends. And that freedom started to kind of evolve, freedom with men and women in how they were wearing things and taking simple, basic things and just kind of giving them a new look because there still wasn't a whole lot of uh, uh, supplemental income or additional income within the home. So they kind of just had to make what they had work. So they would just kind of rearrange it, um, create a new model of it. take length off of longer dresses, cut off sleeves, things like that in order to kind of have more of that freedom. And then, of course, that rolled right into the 60s where the sexual revolution started to happen and everything became undone. There was that that diversity, there was that mix, there was all these different blends of ethnicity that were starting to come in. It wasn't just one look one way. Fashion and beauty really started to kind of meld together that anything goes in the 60s. And of course, you know, the the activism and all of that started to become very, very popular. So the the traditional and the non-traditional started to get noticed on all the media. So whether it was through voice or whether it was through TV, and so then you could, there was this influence of fashion based on what you believed in, not necessarily what looked good on you or what you wanted to wear or what was available. It was more of what you believed in. And as we rolled into the 70s, of course, then there was the the continuation of activism. But then there went to these extremes. There was that very mod approach in the 70s and then that very disco approach. So it kind of had that its own glamour side to it. But the other side was very, very mellow and um, dressed down instead of dressed up. Um, And the 70s kind of, again, started to create that separation of finding your identity, what you believed in more than what was necessarily in fashion. It was attached to how we wanted to be able to see the, the our country exceed in the political scenes that were happening. And then, of course, the 80s, that was really the generation of anything goes. And from hair, skin, nails, it everything was over the top. I mean, think of Madonna. Think of all of the music from the 80s, you know, the Mohawks, the the glam, the the crossover, the transgender crossover, the the all of those flavors that started to happen in the eighties was really the last decade before technology started to take over. So it was a boisterous, it was a big, it was a loud um, decade. And it was a decade that the economy was doing really well. So there was an enormous amount of choices and production of things that people could buy. It wasn't limited to any one thing. It wasn't, didn't have limits on it at all. So there was just an enormous amount of purchasing that was happening um, during the 80s. And that meant that the economy was continuing to be good and anything goes. Blue eyeshadow, hot pink lips, really, really, really big hair, all of that. But this was, again, that time right before technology. So we were buying based on not what we believed anymore, but what our friends were buying and that we had access to being able to buy it too. And as we started to roll into the 90s, it was it, it became another political landscape. It was like, Mm-mm, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not buying into your, to your society like that. And grunge started to come through and it was really kind of that representation of, I don't care. I don't need to look like that in order to be heard or seen. 
um, and there was this level of downtime that started to play. But it was also when some of these other technologies were starting to happen, and and you know we were going from from VHS to DVDs. So again, things were more accessible. Things were high tech. Things were becoming even more affordable. Um, in the 90s than they'd ever been at that point in time. So again, consumerism was at its all-time high. As we got into the 2000s, we had all of those ups and downs. But again, it was all about high tech and very little high touch. Not as much touch, but definitely about tech. And it was refining those ways that we were going to be able to stay connected and how beauty was going to play a part of that. And I remembered people saying, you know, things in the within the last, you know, 17 years since the 2000s started, I remember people saying, well, you're never going to be able to get a haircut from a machine, or you're never going to be able to get, you know, get a massage from a machine. And I'm not sure that that's true anymore. I think there is going to be opportunities where those type of technologies are going to start to be developed. And it's, it's, I think it's going to be part of just that machine over ban. I think it's going to be part of that technology that somebody's going to think that it's going to have the greatest effect on it. You know, I'm going to just go into a machine and it's going to file my nails down and put polish on them and I'm going to pull my hands out and walk out the door and it's almost at that point. You know, I can get gel nails and pull my hands out within seconds from having that last coat put on and walk out the door without my nails being ruined. So there's some of the ideas of how technology is playing a part. But there's still that touch. There's still that high touch part to it. If you are like me and you go get regular manicures and pedicures, then you know that the the actual touch from the manicures and the pedicures is usually the best part. Yeah, I want my nails to look good. But, you know, I just want to close my eyes for those few moments when they actually are just touching me and I'm feeling connected um, and healed, in a sense, to that type of thing. So the 2000s are, again, all over the place, but we had a lot of economic issues here in America, and these economic issues really played a role in, do I really need that? Do I need 10 of the same thing? Do I, just because it's different colors, do I need any of that? And we kind of went back to some really strong basics, and those basics were all about um, how I can serve myself. So there was less frequency into salons, there was you know, we were doing our nails at home with, you know, high level products that were designed to stay on longer so that we could get the most longevity out of a out of a out of a our own little manicure and nail polish. Um, you know, our hair, we were wearing it longer and straighter, and it meant that we didn't have to have it cut as much. We could just put a flat iron to it in order to have it appear good, even if it needed a haircut. We could smooth the hair out to make that happen. And as we look at the future going into beauty, you know, what does the future really represent? What's next? Is it still going to be high tech? Is it still going to be high touch? Is there going to be an imbalance of more tech than touch going into the future? And I know that a lot of people, again, question it, but I'm telling you what I saw at the show, I sat in this machine that did a body massage and it just enveloped my arms, my legs, even around my belly to my back and my shoulders. It, the chair kind of like sucked you in and then all of these massagers just started doing a massage on me. And if I was in there for an hour, I would feel as though that was a good massage. Now, it lacked the touch, but I didn't have to turn around. I didn't have to, you know, be disturbed. And it's like, okay, Bonnie, you know, go ahead and turn on, turn on your back now and we'll massage the, other, you know, the, the front side of you now. I just got to lay there in this machine and it did really do a good job. And I felt incredibly 
you know, massaged afterwards. So there are opportunities that technology is going to take that over. Um, I saw other things at the show. This thing that this machine that washes your own hair, this machine that steams your hair in order to kind of create this conditioning effect that you just sit or stand under. I see all kinds of stuff that are that are taking away from the human part of the beauty industry and not necessarily is it bad. I don't necessarily think it's bad. I think that the technology of products is going to evolve and it's still going to have some specialty people that are going to need to do it. And we'll talk about some of what those are um, as we progress, you know, through this show as well. But I was looking at one of the things that they're saying about the future of beauty. And one of the things that's a really big highlight here is customization. You know, that one size does not fit all anymore. And the ability to customize it. Now, the reason why there couldn't be this incredible customization was because of the consumerism part of it. In other words, if you went to go buy some makeup and there was one shade that was too light, but then the next shade was too dark, you'd have to buy both of them and then you would blend them together. And those transitions that we go from winter to summer where our skin color changes, we got we get more sun. Our skin it appears a little darker. The lighter shade that we've been using in the wintertime doesn't doesn't work anymore. So then we kind of go through this blending, but the store doesn't inventory all of this. Not maybe some brands, but not all brands. So customization is going to be a big thing. Customize lipsticks, customize uh, shades, customize shadows, all of those things, powders, that's all going to be a big thing. And there's already some companies that are out there doing a pretty good job with that. And I and it, one of them, as a matter of fact, is called Matchco. It's an app. It's called Matchco. And what they do is they determine your skin type based on the camera on your phone. And then they create a color blend for you that then you can order. And it's in Santa Monica. So, you know, you order it. It's not going to take that long to get there. But that company's designed to be able to have different uh, shipping facilities, different um, actual locations where they're blending the products and then to be able to ship it to you so you can get it that much faster. You know, companies like that are capturing attention of magazines like Fast Company and, uh, you know, investors out of Silicon Valley. They want to know because beauty is such a big industry and it's a highly profitable industry for the most part that people really want to know um, about these up-and-coming companies that are smaller more boutique, more customized. And even though they're more online, they have bigger influencers, which makes it feel more personal than the big box stores that we've probably been buying our beauty products and cosmetics in for a long time. Yeah. So diversity is going to be a, a very prominent approach to beauty in the future along with customization the high tech the high touch things are going to be more easeful anything to make you more youthful and of course choices galore because they don't have to be inventoried and sitting on a shelf in an actual store location we're buying so much more online that it's not about that consumerism of going out shopping it's consumerism as i go online and i want it to be exactly what i want and I'm not going to just settle for anything less. Now, as we still go into the future of beauty, there's lots happening in skin, hair, and nails. Um, so much so that, again, anything goes. So uh, from subtle, beautiful, 
you know, highlighted hair colors to rich brunettes. I saw a lot of really beautiful ombre reds at the show being shown and 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 uh, being taught and technically taught to other hairdressers. And yet there's still this enormous amount of these very vibrant colors that um, people are interested in having and doing. And, you know, at first it was kind of like the rainbow color was... was um, looked funky it like you looked clownish it was temporary you know if it's saint patty's day tomorrow so i'm going to turn my hair green or valentine's day i'm going to go pink or october when i'm when i'm want to be you know noticed for you know breast cancer awareness i'm going to have a pink streak in my hair but all of that is 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 fine and people are still doing it but now there's this whole evolution that your entire head of hair can be green aqua they call it the mermaid look in a lot of cases, the rainbow look. Vibrant pinks, vibrant blues to lavenders and, and purples. And then, of course, every possible shade in between that blends all of that together so that you can have all of those color in your hair. And it's actually, in, and on some people, it looks really good. And, and there is a, there's a, a good number of professional stylists out there that can make this look good. And I'll share with you a couple of those as we kind of progress through this show as well. So let's look at, if we're not going to these big box stores and creating this inventory, I'm curious, where are you buying your products? Where are you buying this these specialty items that you're looking for? I mean, I'm, I'm really buying a whole lot more online. Or, of course, because I'm in the beauty industry, I have access to some of these shows where I can get it as a professional. Um, but then for me, if, if it's not accessible to me afterwards, I may consider not buying it. So then I have to know that I still have access to being able to buy it online. And, you know, uh, they all have online options to be able to buy these things. I want more unique. I want more boutique. I'm going to buy it online. I want to buy it because it works for me. I want it to be, you know, I'm looking at all categories, hair, skin, body, nails. Of course, I buy still a lot of hair products are being sold in salons. And and my recommendation is that you buy them from salons. Although Amazon is becoming a a very big retailer in these products and a competitive retailer on top of that. Um, Another app I want to share with you guys is the UCAM. U-Y-O-U-C-A-M. UCAM. So you could try on different beauty products like different colors, uh, lipsticks, uh, nails, nail polishes, and then you can go right into buying that right from the app because they have retailers that are set up directly within that particular app. So it's called UCAM, and you could try on a lipstick, look at yourself, see if it's the right shade, it's the right color that you want. Let's say you're trying to match something or you're looking for that perfect spring color, which there's a lot of blush going on for spring right now. And you can just buy it right from that app. So there's an enormous amount of opportunities for the future of beauty. I think there's a lot of technology that's starting to happen. It's not just hope in a bottle anymore. But I also think that there still is that high-touch factor when it comes to beauty. It's nice to have your makeup done. It's nice to be able to get a haircut or a hair color. It's nice to get that massage, that manicure and the pedicure. And, you know, maybe not in my lifetime, maybe in my lifetime, these things will be done by machines of the future. Um, But for now, I'm going to take advantage of any of those moments that I can get pampered at a reasonable price and feel good about it. 
Yeah. So my question to you, very interested, what is your, some of your favorite products? Where are you buying these products? How many of you guys are still shopping in big box stores versus buying things online? Maybe you're going to the Sephora's and the Ulta's of the world or, or your pharmacies, your local pharmacies that are getting higher level um, and more European style products um, that um, are designed to be able to have us have that really youthful look. Send me a tweet. I want to know at Bonnie Bonadeo one and also join me on Facebook at Beauty Inside and Out Show. Uh, come back for this next segment because I'm actually going to talk about the 12, I think it's 12 or 13 things that I found at the show that I can't wait to share with you that um, I think are the next really big beauty products. So be back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Why do some people seemingly make the same mistakes when it comes to love and relationships? What is the best way to find love? Make a visit each week to Destination Love. Host Shelley Pumphrey will bring what you need to know to find love. No, it's not about the next fad, dating site tips, scoring the first date, or looking your best. Rather, it's empowerment, knowing that your authentic self works best and the science behind finding love. Destination Love is live Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, I've got my top picks, and I'm going to be posting them on Beauty Inside and Out show um, throughout the show and, of course, after the show so that you can see all of these choices that I came back from the show with. Um, and, again, I'm <coughs> looking at hair, skin, nails, the whole works here. All right, so number one, 
It's called Deck Out Woman, and it's a crystal facial mask. You're going to see the picture coming up here in just a second. And what it is is it's it's this gold mask that is um, this light plastic. You pull it out. It's infused with collagen, lots of good nutrients, and you take it and you place it over your face. Um, I'll do a picture of it tonight because I'm going to do it tonight. And your little eyes and your nose and your mouth are kind of hanging out. And it looks like you're kind of a golden girl. And then you leave it on for 20 minutes, and it literally hydrates your face and infuses collagen into it so that you have kind of that more youthful appearance. Now, you could do these on a regular and ongoing basis to be able to keep up on that. Um, but it's it has a very cooling effect to it. It's a whitening, moisturizing, anti-wrinkle, oral, oil control, pore-reducing, hydrating mask. Yeah, does all those things. And it just feels really good. So that, you know, you got to take 20 minutes out of your day to put this mask on because you can't be walking around moving because it will, it will fall off. You kind of secure it on um, with the moisture. So that was my first pick. So I've got a dozen of those to get me through. Um, the next couple of months in giving myself some at-home facial treatments. And, of course, because I live in Arizona and I came home from New York where there was a massive snowstorm and I actually got snowed. We had a snow day, my very first snow day in my life. And, of course, I think that type of weather is very drying to the skin. But then I went from 18 degrees to 91 degrees coming back home to Phoenix. Um, and that's very drying. First of all, the plane ride is very dehydrating, cold weather very dehydrating and then now i'm in this like very dry environment here in phoenix and that is very hydrating so these masks are going to be uh, a savior for me to be able to kind of continue to keep that youthful experience crystal face mask all right my other favorite products i got all three of them here with me again i'll put the pictures on beauty inside and out show on my facebook page so you'll see them and and i'll pass them over to my twitter and instagram account as well and those are Bonnie Bonadeo 1 and at Bonnie Bonadeo. Yeah. So this is Revitalash. Now, Revitalash is known for their uh, advanced serum that you put above the eyelid, eyelash to support eyelashes. Now, I know that the company in itself probably can't make the claim um, for, you know, for whatever reason, FDA approval type of thing that they can't say that it grows eyelashes. But I can. I can tell you that I've been using this primer and in this advanced primer that I'm just taking a small amount and I'm putting it on the top of my eyelids, I'm actually growing lashes. Um, and I'm seeing a difference. My, my lashes are not only coming in thicker and fuller, but they're coming in darker. So I'm having to use a lot less, mas lot less mascara. Now, previously, I went and had my eyelashes done where they put on the individual eyelashes and oh, I felt so glamorous. I felt so beautiful. I loved like waking up in the morning and having my eyes kind of like ready to go out into the world. And then I would just put a little lip gloss, lip gloss on, uh, you know, slight amount of blush and out the door I could go. Um, but I did have some sensitivity to the adhesives with that. So that was a bit of a problem. And I, and I couldn't keep having that service done. Um, and it was very disappointing because I would have paid for that service to be done because it just felt it felt good to have big full eyelashes and not have to worry about them. So I'm using the Revitalash Advanced right now. Now, 
that product in itself is one thing, but then they also have the volumizing primer. So if I'm still wearing mascara, which I am at this point, they have a primer that you put on prior to putting on the mascara. Now what this does is it helps to make the lashes thicker and fuller and it helps for the mascara to stay on and, and, and not get as bulky. Um, as well. So it's this vibrant, vibrant blue. I sometimes wear it as just mascara if I want to wear the this cobalt blue color. But once you put the black on it, you don't notice the blue on there. But it does create an enhancement of your eye and it helps your lashes to be thicker and fuller. But that's not all. Now I got, um, on this last trip, I got the Revita Brow. So this is, I don't have very good brows. I have very little brows. Um, I always put and apply makeup on my brows in order to have eyebrows. Um, and my sister shared with me something really cute. I don't, uh, she, I, I didn't tell her that I was going to share this, but <laughs> she said that she was starting to put some emphasis on her brows. And so she started to fill in her brows a little bit more. And she said that she noticed that men were looking at her. And then this one man came up to her and said, you are beautiful. And she attributed that to putting the brows on to kind of face frame a little bit more and she's got beautiful eyes so it was this opportunity for her to feel good about herself and you know what she said after that she says gosh that was really such a confidence builder and she's in the middle of looking for a job um, and she just needed something to make her feel good and that made her feel good and you know what if, if if at the end of the day it's those little things like that that make us feel more beautiful so that we can be more empowered and and feel more glamorous in the world, then why not, right? So anyway, Revita Brow. So it's the same thing. It's it's kind of a serum, and you take the serum, and you actually kind of paint it on your brows, and it's going to help to grow in your brows. Now, I still recommend that you have your brows shaped and um, and all of that, but if you don't have a lot of brows and you want more of a natural brow, certainly you can certainly you can do that. Now, the other very popular thing at the show was microblading. That is where they're actually and I'm going to say this very carefully, tattooing on what appears to look like fine hair. So instead of it being a tattoo where they're just filling it in, they're literally creating fine-like hairs as this tattooing procedure called microblading happens. So it looks way more natural and it actually looks like hair. So, you know, I would say hashtag microblading and it'll pull up a bunch of pictures for you to be able to see some before and afters on people that have had this service done. Um, brows are very big right now and brows are very full right now. So if you are interested in that service, I would just look at it from a place of you want to make sure that you're working with a technician that is not doing what might be trendy right now, but what looks best on your face. If you don't need big brows and you look better with something that's more refined and th and a little bit thinner or natural looking, go with that. Don't let them do any big brows just because that's in right now. But in the meantime, I'm going to be using Revita Brow to be able to grow my brows in a little bit more. I kind of have a little bit towards the inner part of my eye. I have nothing when you hit that midpoint, that halfway point, all the way out to the corner of my eyes. I've got nothing. That is what I paint in. And how I do that is I have a really nice angled brush that I use and a powder that is, because I'm blonde and light-skinned and light-eyed, I use a powder that has a very ash tone to it, not a warm tone because it kind of is uh, too much contrast with my skin and face, but an ash tone to it, so like a light brown ash tone. And then I just kind of apply that on in stroke-type 
uh, manner to be able to have it look like it's actually hair. And then I sometimes, if I'm if, if I need it to stay on all day, I'm I'm then sealing it um, and then powdering it as well so that my brows stay on all day. But it'd be nice to have real brows, so I'm going to keep using the Revita Brow. All right. The next one, this one's really interesting. I'm not actually quite sure how it works. I've invited her to be on the show to be able to tell us. She has a fabulous story um, in regards to working with prosthetics. And within this prosthetic, she developed these, uh, what, we call, what we're going to call sili- silico skin. Silico skin removes wrinkles while you sleep. So they're facial pads, decollete pads, neck pads. And so I bought the the facial pads and the decollete pads. So I'm looking to be able to have a more youthful chest, okay, because I have a lot of sun damage living out here in the desert. Um, and then I also brought the facial pads. Now, the facial pads, can. there's a few different versions of that. So let me kind of explain. These are silicone-type sticky pads that you peel off of their backing, and then you place onto your face. So let's say that you have uh, crow's feet and you want to be able to do that. So you're taking the silicone pad and you're putting it on the crow's feet and then it's sticking to your skin and then you're going to sleep that night. And what this is designed to do is to be able to help prevent wrinkles that form around the eyes, the brows, and even around the mouth. So I bought the ones that were kind of around the mouth because I have pretty significant kind of gerbil cheeks is what I call them. Um... And my face is getting more square as I get older. So I bought them to go kind of in those smile creases just right around my mouth, those C-shaped creases around my mouth. Um, I used it last night. I was going to take a before and after picture, and I forgot to do that. So, of course, I'll use it again tonight um, to be able to um, show some differences here. But they're medical grade. They're hypoallergenic. They're very comfortable. They're waterproof. And the idea is that they reduce stretch marks and scarring. So you can use them as little facial pads. And again, there's all different sizes and shapes. So you can use them where you feel as though you would like to be able to reproduce that skin in a sense. Um, I'm going to be using the ones on my chest tonight. And you'll see, I'll do a before and after picture here. I'll show you on on my social um, media accounts of how it kind of is creating, helping the return of a more youthful and supple appearance on your chest. So if you have kind of like that wrinkliness prior to going into um, in that decollete area, then you you might you might you might really like these things. I'm willing to try them. Uh, again, like I said, she has a great story of how and why she invented this, and those are the type of guests I love to have on this show. Um, so I'm just doing a little preview for you until we can get that date situated. And then she can share with you all of the benefits of it and, um, you know, hopefully provide you a really good offer as well. But I can give you that you can go to www.hair2... Sorry, wrong one. www, let's see, silcskin.com. Silcskin.com. Yeah. You can look that up. I'll make sure that I put that on social media as well. So those were some of the skin uh, uh, skin and body products that I found that I that I thought were really interesting, unique, and you know had some had some new uh, some new flavor to it, some new technology attached to it. So kind of working our way into hair, waves are big. I know I'm not going to say perms are back, but uh, I'm telling you, 
texture and perms are back. It's just how we're doing them nowadays. So my friend Nick Orosho, he actually uh, created the American Wave. So it's kind of a very loose, beachy texture, which I know we all want. We all want to just wake up in the morning and scrunch our hair just a little bit and be able to walk out the door and say, it looks good, right? But instead, we have to put a little bit more work into it. We have to blow things out. Then we have to recurl them or we have to straighten them and then recurl it, that type of thing. But the American Wave is, is becoming very popular. There was a lot of talk at, about textured hair and perms at this show. And all of the hairstylists uh, across the nation were getting trained on how to be able to do this. Um, and American Wave is, uh, you can look that up. You can go to Erosio NYC to find that one. Uh, the next product I found was from the Dry Bar Products and Services. And Dry Bar is, you know, those locations that you go to to be able to have um, that blowout, that style, that specialty uh, evening look. But they have the wet brush, a customized wet brush here. And I love the wet brush because, you know, you can't really... Um, you should never put a brush through your hair wet, but the wet brush is designed to do just that, to be able to help get those tangles out and to be able to support you in that blow drying effort so that you can get a better finish on there. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the interesting things that I saw at the show was Dyson. You know Dyson that makes the vacuum cleaners and the fans? They have a blow dryer that they just came out with, and people are swearing by this blow dryer. And this blow dryer is kind of like set up by their fans. It doesn't it doesn't have a, a body to it. It just has the hole in the center and then it funnels the 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 pressure, the air pressure through that funnel. And it was pretty strong and it had uh, varying degrees of how much of this uh, how much of the air you want coming at you from light to very, very, you know, very powerful. Um, air to dry your hair and then also different a temperature level as well so you could go from cool to hot um, I think it is going to I think it is n really impressive technology and I think there's going to be a lot of transitions over to it it was very lightweight as well um, the hair extensions everywhere now hair extensions I'm going to there's some that you where you go and you have the service done where they bond it in there they tie it in there um, they glue it in there there's a few different choices on that but some of the other ones that were on the floor is like Halo Couture, and that one is where you just place it underneath your hairline, and it's got the band, and then it gives you that thick, full hair. But there's a lot of professional stylists out there getting trained on how to do hair extensions, and if you didn't think it was for you, um, certainly you could look up these type of companies, Hairlock, Babe, Donabella, SoCap, and uh, Halo Couture. Hair Talk, all of those companies have websites that you could go on to and they'll help you find a stylist in your area that does that type of service if you're looking at, for it to be more permanent or if you want it to just be something that you put in and take out. I'm telling you, there isn't one celebrity out there that doesn't have some kind of hair extension in there, um, even if it's a temporary one that they use just for appearances in a sense. So hair extensions were still very, very big. Um, and uh, moving their way through it. All right, we're moving on. Amika in a hair care product. Um, they were kind of the hot dogs on the show floor. There was a lot of product being sold, I could tell, because everybody was walking around with beautiful Amika bags. And this is a, it, this was a, it's a good solid line that's got some nice ingredients. It smells good. I'm not going to say that it's going down the natural path, but it seemed to be a very popular um, line for a lot of people to try, and I'm sure you can find Amika online. Uh, when I was talking about the hair colors earlier, the all the fancy colors, the greens, the blues, the reds, the pinks, the purples, well, Manic Panic is the company that can do that for you. So if you want to find a stylist that is Manic Panic trained, 
um, they can give you that very vibrant, colored, mermaid, ombre type of look. Um, and they have all different colors. Um, and there was a lot of fun styles going on on the stage as well. Um, I'm going to save these last couple of uh, uh, ideas and beauty trends that I saw at the show for when we come back from the break. So let me know if you have any questions about what I've shared. Again, I'll put, post all of these on social media so that you know which ones I was talking about. I'm curious, what's your favorite beauty product? What's the trend that you see happening right now? What's something new that you're working with or, or trying out or using this year that you hadn't used before that you absolutely love. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear what my guests are doing. I'd love to also know that if these are the companies that you're buying and the products you're buying from, I'd love for them to be guests on the show as well so we can share it with more people. So you can find me Twitter, Bonnie Bonadeo1, Instagram at Bonnie Bonadeo, Facebook, Beauty Inside and Out Show. We're going to break right now and we'll be back with some of my favorites. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. 
Welcome back, everybody. Okay, so I've heard some really good stuff. It seems like a lot of people are really happy with some of the products that they're trying, which um, they're buying in their pharmacies and their drugstores um, uh, as far as facial moisturizers and things that kind of create that youthful appearance. So that's interesting because that's one of the products that I'm going to talk about right now. There was actually uh, two of them at the show that I really enjoyed, and um, I was only able to purchase one of them, so I'm going to order the other ones online. So the one that I've been using lately is called Peptide 10. It's a lifting serum. Now, sure, some of you have seen this online where they're like in 30 seconds to a minute. um, They're showing you a before and after effect live as a video. So they're actually kind of painting on this serum, Peptide 10, or a version of that in a sense, because I'm sure there's more than one brand out there. And then what it's doing is it's taking away from the puffy eye. It's taking away fine lines and wrinkles. Um, It's creating that more firm, uh, youthful, kind of Botoxed appearance. Um, This one here I bought for, it was $99. I think they're going to go range from like $100 to $200, depending on where you're buying them. This is from Adonia Organics. Um, It's a company out of of Scottsdale here. But within two minutes, you can have more of that firm look. And it really did make a difference. I'm going to do a before and after No, I'm actually going to do one side of my face and not the other side of my face and see if you guys can tell the difference. And I'll take a picture and do that um, uh, later on tonight or tomorrow morning. But it really, I notice that it works. And what it does is it helps to kind of create that real firmness on my face. Like, I mean, it feels like something on my face, but um, that doesn't bother me. One of the things that I discovered, too, is I have very watery eyes. My eyes water a lot. So if I use mascara or, um, you know, if I really need to do the full makeup and have mascara on and liner, shadows, things like that, my eyes have a tendency to water a lot. And then what happens is that my makeup, you know, looks good for the first few minutes and then it just kind of looks like my eyes have been watering for the last five minutes. Um, but I noticed when I used this that my makeup stayed in place all day. I didn't have any issues with mascara running down my face or having to touch up my eyes. Like, it stayed. It looked beautiful all day long. So I'm really a big fan of these this peptide-type product that um, it reduced my puffiness. It made me look less wrinkly. Um, and it helped my makeup to stay on all day, and I didn't have to do the touch-up. So that big, fat winner right there for me. And that's called Peptide 10 Lifting Serum. Um, now, the other one, this is the one that I didn't get a chance to actually buy um and it is it's called um, lids by design so i know that there's always the options that we can go down the path of injecting you know botulism in our face and um to be able to have more of that youthful appearance there's also then those options that we have where you are going to take a knife to your face and cut it up and i've i i know a lot of people and i've seen a lot of people that have had what you consider to be that eyelid surgery where they take that excess skin off of your eyelids in order to create that kind of more youthful appearance to your eyes. And because, of course, as we age, that part of it really does start to sag down a little bit. And then you kind of you kind of lose that bright eye, that fuller eye. You know, Botox can help lift the brow and give you a little bit of that. But if you still have an enormous amount of excess skin on your actual eyelid, then then it's kind of a problem that Botox is not going to take that away. But what these things are, and they come in different sizes, um, depending on your eyes and depending on how bad your eyes may be, if you need a little bit of lift to a lot of lift. And you actually take these little pads and you peel them off and you place them on your eyelid 
prior to putting on makeup so you don't want to have any moisturizer on or anything like that because they won't stick as well and you place them on your eyelids they're skin colored so you can't even notice that they're there and then you apply makeup on top of them and what it does is it's like having a piece of tape that creates that lid um, look that you need now I just tested one on and it would be something you might have to get used to but based on the appearance of the difference that it made from how my eyes looked before and after, it would be worth it for me to wear them on those times that I want to look my best. And believe me, it's a much safer option for me than to go have eyelid surgery. Maybe one day I'll do it. Maybe one day I won't. But these are silly little things that are so cost effective and they can make that difference. I don't need to look like that all the time. I'm not going to put them on every day, you know, to go to the grocery store or something like that. But I will put them on if I'm going out to a nice evening event or um, an event where I know that, that we're going to be photographed or there's going to be those opportunities or I'm going to be in front of people. I mean, I'm a speaker. I'm a, I'm a live speaker in a lot of situations. I want to look my best when I'm speaking for other people. So I would definitely use them then. And I, it took me a little while to kind of get used to them on my eyes. Um, I had makeup on, so they didn't stay on as long for me. I didn't, you know, cleanse off the makeup and try it on. I just wanted to try it and see how it worked. It's called Lids by Design. And it's just a little sticky thing that kind of really creates that lid appearance, that look. So very interesting. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, if that's all I do is go around and find these really inexpensive, fun type products that make us look better and feel better, then I got the greatest job in the world is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Now, we talked about the Lose by Design and the Peptide uh, 10, but there's another product that is just, you know, hitting the waves. And at this point, I think a lot of consumers might be familiar with it or you've heard it, but it's called Olaplex. And Olaplex is, is kind of a, a, a product that is kind of a bond enhancer. In other words, it fills the hair to repair the hair. It fills the hair where it might be not as healthy or thick. It's kind of a bond builder. And I, I know that's not what they say, but I, I'm really coming from a place of a consumer to be able, with you, to be able to describe what this does in the most layman's terms that I can. I'm sure that they're going to describe it much better and not say that that's what it is. But I think that's the best way for me to describe it for you. Now, how they use this product, Olaplex, is that if you're having a color treatment, then you could go in and they would apply it directly into the color. So the service would be done as and within your color service. And then there's this product number three that they would use afterwards in order to kind of create that extra seal, that extra oomph to your hair. Um, and then it could also be number three, could be something that they could provide you retail, value add, however they do it, for you to go home and use then every other day, a couple times a week, once a week type of thing to maintain that level of integrity to the hair. Now, earlier I said that waves and American wave and perms in general were coming back in. And so the biggest concern for us as professionals in the beauty industry is how do I color my client's hair? And if they want texture, how do I perm it? Because those are two chemical services that could be incredibly damaging to the hair. Well, the Olaplex is kind of that savior in between. So to have both of those treatments, if you had Olaplex or use the Olaplex treatment within these services, the integrity of the hair would remain. And you'd be able to still have that healthy, luscious type hair. Um, it creates kind of that 
fullness to the hair, but it doesn't feel textury because it's not something that sits on the outside of your hair. Like if you put mousse or gels on, it goes literally penetrates into the hair so that it fills in those gaps to give your hair more of that from scalp to ends quality and integrity to the hair. So Olaplex was another one of my favorites in there. Um, Let's see if I covered everything. We talked about the crystal, crystal collagen-infused crystal face mask, the Revitalash for eyelashes, brows, and as a primer to my eyelashes to have thicker, fuller eyelashes. We talked about silk skin, um, which was these the little pads that you would use at night in order to remove wrinkles while you sleep. And that's what the that's what the packaging says, remove wrinkles while you sleep. So I'm gonna be using it for the next week. I'm hoping to see some really good results because yes, I do wanna look younger and wrinkle-free. We talked about the lids by design, um, which were the pads that you put on your lids in order to have more eyelids that you can put makeup right on top of. In the hair category, we talked about the American Wave, the dry bar products and services, the wet brush that they use, and just wet brush in general is one of my favorite products. Um, the Dyson Blow Dryer, um, I think that it's going to be a, a big seller um, once it hits that um, once it hits that market, I'm sure it's probably something you could already get on through Dyson and or on Amazon. Hair extensions. This, you know, I, I really, honestly, this is one of those topics that I want to share with you guys that every celebrity out there has some kind of hair extensions in their hair. Um, and so, you know, reach out to me if you're looking for something specific and I'll guide you and direct you to the, to the perfect hair extension company, whether it's something you just place in or whether it's a service that is bonded in. Um, Amica hair care products, fun, very colorful products, uh, healthy for the hair. Manic Panic for all your crazy colors. And then Olaplex for keeping the integrity of your hair alive. So those are my beauty trends for 2017. Um, I am going to be using them. You're going to see more posts from me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter um, as to how I'm using all of these things and the results that I'm getting here. Now, um, uh, I want to share with you what we have coming up on our shows here as of April. We've still got a couple more shows left for March, but as of April, we're going to do our pre-summer series. And we're going to talk about, first of all, it, ladies, if you haven't shaved your legs yet, it's time to shave your legs. I know that we try to let it grow in the wintertime there as much as we can get away with. Um, but it's time. It's time. So we're going to talk to laser hair removal um, and, you know, maybe doing that once and for all. Maybe not having to worry about shaving the legs and bikini lines and underarms and all of those areas that we have to take care of. So we're going to talk with some folks that really that do the laser hair removal and uh, what that really looks like, what the cost is, how many times do you have to have that done? What are some of the things you need to know? Um, to have laser hair removal. And we're also then going to talk about tanning products. So whether you are a sun, someone that stays out in the sun, a sun bum, um, or whether you're somebody that wants kind of the, I don't want to be out in the sun, I want to protect as much as I can, but I still like a little color in my skin for summer. We're going to talk about spray tans, um, tanning products, uh, and everything that is the, the most protective way that we can. And of course, we're going to follow up that show with a dermatologist to be able to let us know what the damage, how the damage is really done and how skin cancer is growing incredibly. 
Um, we're also going to have a balayage expert on. I know the balayage, it's a big topic. And it's a hair painting technique to be able to kind of give you that very natural summer highlights. But we can't finish out our summer series without talking about toes and fingers because open toe shoes are in. I'm loving the fashion for shoes this fall with the, the, the square chunky heel and the open toe um, and around the ankle look. It's a very It's a very feminine and a very sexy look, I think, for shoes, which means that our feet need to be in good shape. We can't have scaly, gross feet. We have to have beautifully um, manicured fingers and toes. And that's going to be our pre-summer series. So join us in April for that. The next two weeks that we have coming up, we're going to go back on beauty on the inside. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to be able to you know, build your business, how to be able to speak beautifully, whether you're working for a company um, or whether you're an entrepreneur and you're starting out on your own, how speaking can be the most beautiful way to build your business. So be sure to join us um, each and every week. We air Thursdays, 2 p.m. Pacific time. You can find me on iTunes, Stitcher. You can go to my website, bonniebonadeo.com. And I'd love to hear more from you on the social media. Let me know. If you'd like to be invited to be a guest, if you are interested in being a guest, I'm doing a very good special right now that's going to include some promotion and advertising for you as well. And if you're interested in that, you can go to Maximize Return, Maximize Return dot media, Maximize Return dot media. It will share with you the special that I'm doing for any of my uh, uh, guests that would like to be able to do some sponsor and advertising to maximize and amplify their opportunity to be on the show. Thanks for joining me as always. I love talking about beauty, but remember that beauty is always from the inside out and it's about being you in the beauty. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.